0: What is going on, everyone? It is Anilo Pirro back at it again with the latest installment of the 20th and Blake Podcast, a Colorado Rockies-centric podcast powered by Mile High Sports. Uh, before we talk about some Rockies baseball and some Colorado sports, as always, this installment of the 20th and Blake Podcast is presented by our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I say this over and over. I mean, I work in the sports betting community over at denversportsbetting.com and also uh, do some stuff here for sports.com But, um, like, I-, I consider myself not... I'm knowledgeable about the betting industry. Like, let's put it that way. You know, I'm not the average Joe, and I'm sure the average Joe recognizes DraftKings. You know, I talk about this all the time. How back in the day, when I was a sophomore, junior, senior in high school, when the daily fantasy thing was first getting started, that DraftKings crown with the DK. You know, that was one of the first things that kind of came to mind, and, you know, they are the top dog when it comes to legalized sports betting here in Colorado, as well as the daily fantasy stuff, so I want to give a shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, for once again sponsoring this installment of the 20th of Blake Podcast. Without them, I would not be here talking to you guys, and, uh, oof, I mean, what would you guys do without me in your life, so, uh... I know you guys are probably here to t- to listen to me ramble and talk about the Rockies and actually some positive news. You know, we kind of left off the last show talking about how you know this team can go on a run. And um, I had a column come out this morning uh, on MyLifeSports.com how you know dis- titled "Despite Struggles, Rockies Can Still Make a Run in 2020." So uh, go check that out online at MyLifeSports.com. We're gonna run through that article a little bit later on in the show. Um, but we actually have some good news, no- I mean, we'll see how he plays for the Rockies, but uh, we have some interesting news here, as the Rockies made a trade this morning, or this afternoon rather, I should say, when they acquired outfielder Kevin Pillar from the Boston Red Sox, and uh, the Rockies really did not have to give up much, um, the Rockies are going to get Kevin Pillar in cash um, in exchange for a player to be named later in a 2019-2020 um, international slot money. Um, and that is according to Mark Feinstein of MLB.com. Mark Feinstein, friend of the show. Uh, he was on, um, uh, the 25th Lake podcast last year when Mariano Rivera, or hey, that was, that might be two years ago. Now that I think about it, um, when back when Mo Rivera was getting inducted into the hall of fame. So we had him on. So, uh, shout out to Mark Feinstein for breaking a little bit of that Rockies news over there at MLB.com. But, um, there's a new member of the Rockies outfielder or the new, excuse me, that came out wrong. There's a new member of the Rockies outfield that his name is Kevin Pillar. And, um, a lot of you guys might be familiar with Kevin Pilari, He's kind of a household name around the league. Um, he's been in the game for a while now. He's played with the Giants, played with the Blue Jays last year. Um, just a solid all-around player. Um, he really, you know, the Boston Red Sox this year, they're kind of just in total rebuild and teardown mode. Um, and he signed a one-year $4.25 million contract with them in the offseason. And um, he slashed 274, 3, uh, 325, and 470 with four home runs over 126 plate appearances. Um, he's also able, he's, he's very capable as a defender and he can play all three outfield positions. So the Rockies are going to get some versatility there. And, um, I think this is a nice move for the Rockies who are going to enter this game tonight against the San Diego Padres, who we'll also talk about here in a little bit, they're going to enter this game with a 500 record at 17 and 17. So, um, let's go ahead and talk about what kind of role Kevin Pillar can kind of have on this team and, you know, where you can see him playing, how often you can see him playing and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, the Rockies here, this is a, I don't want to say that this is a trade that signifies that they're going for it because they're not. Um, but it, they, you know, it, it's, it's a sign that, you know, they're in this to a degree, you know, they're not going to just roll over. They're not trying to sell. They got um, some good value in a player, you know, a player, you know, you're giving up a player to be named later and a uh, and some draft compensation, uh, for a proven defensive player that can also swing the bat a little bit. And they also, um, I, I apologize if I butcher this name. Um, they also acquired relief pitcher, Michael Givens. I'm pretty sure I said that right. Just awkward spelling, um, from the Baltimore Orioles. So, um, they added relief pitcher and now Kevin Pillar, the outfielder. So Givens, 30 years old. Um, he's going to, you know, kind of back in there to the bullpen. Um, in parts of his sixth season, he struck out, uh, 10.9 batters per nine innings. This season, he's sitting at a career high 13.2 Ks per nine, and he's with more than 30% of the batters that he's faced. So, um, obviously a guy that's going to get a lot of swings and misses here in Givens um Baltimore you know a team that's kind of been up and down for the most part this season um but you know the Rockies gonna get some nice value here with the guy in Givens to hopefully come in and and lock down that back into the bullpen which has been a little bit of a mess here this year with no Scott Oberg Wade Davis been on the injured list and whatnot so um nice move here by the Rockies go check out Brian Kilpatrick's article right now on milehighsports.com I don't want to steal any of his thunder but he's got a lot here and uh Mm, i don't yeah just just read he knows more about this guy than i do clearly so go ahead and check out bk's article um but what from what i'm gathering here and from the little research that i've done this guy is he has some nice velocity some good movement on his um he's he's gonna throw right around 95 on his fastball and he's gonna sit right around 82 84 on the change um which is big because he's gonna get some nice velocity separation there so usually that kind of stuff plays well at coors field you know um, the guys who rely on movement tend to struggle at Coors Field, whereas the guys that rely on precision and, and changing speeds and mixing pitches and all that can kind of, you know, tend to have more success um, with the altitude. So, you know, hopefully that's what the Rockies have here in Givens, but a, a nice move nonetheless that, uh, for the Rockies in the bullpen. And then uh, Tevin Pillar is kind of the more household name here that they acquired this afternoon from the Red Sox. And, um, you know, this is a guy that he's going to probably bat in the lower, the lower part of the Rockies lineup, maybe at the top if they want him to. But I I think that the primary reason for acquiring him was one, the inconsistency from Ramel Tapia and Sam Hilliard. And, And Ramel Tapia can swing the bat, but he's been hot and cold at the plate this season. But defensively, he's always been a liability. Uh, maybe liability isn't the proper word to use, but he's oh, he's never been a, a stout defender. You know the, his arm is not great. His, his reads are okay. Um, you know he's you never. I guess you never feel totally confident when Romo Tapia is out there playing left field. Like let's put it that way. Um, and Sam Hilliard, you know he's good, but he's young, up and coming, and you know you're gonna get you're gonna endure some struggles there. And uh, like I was saying, at seventeen and seventeen, as wild as this sounds, given the sixty game season and given the expanded playoffs, the Rockies are actually in a prime position. To try to make the postseason here as the second or even the first wild card in the National League if they can get on a run here. So um, we'll have to see how that plays out. But I think this is a nice move because they're going to get some nice, they're, they're going to be able to rotate the outfield uh, as much as they'd like. And, you know, Pilar is a solid offensive player. You know, he's not going to put up Blackman esque numbers or David Dahl numbers but um, he's gonna he, he can give you some at bats like I said he's hitting 274 through 126 plate appearances and obviously coming to Coors Field there's always an upgrade for a hitter for the most part um, so that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out for Pilar from an offensive perspective um, but I mentioned David Dahl you know he's a guy who the Rockies obviously really like a lot of talent in that bat and also he's got a strong arm defensively but he can't stay healthy you know he's been on the injury list for about two weeks and you know there's still questions as to when he's going to return Charlie Blackman is another guy who you know he's getting up there in age he's not as good he, he was never great defensively uh, but you know they shifted him from center field to right field for a reason you know maybe you know bringing in Pilar allows Blackman to serve more as a DH you know because that's where Blackman's strength is for this team his strength is not as an outfielder Charlie Blackman is best served as a designated or uh, Charlie Blackman's greatest strength to the Rockies or what he brings to the table is his offense is his bat you know he's going to hit close to three he's hitting well over 300 this year he's going to drive in a bunch of runs so, um, you know, that's why you want Charlie Blackmon playing every single day. And if you can limit, you know, he's a creature of habit and it's like, if you can have him compartmentalize his energy and focus on hitting solely, or more often than not, he's going to be the DH than playing the outfield the rest of the way, you know, that might, that might bode well for the Rockies. And, you know, you're going to be able to replace him with, you know, you're going to be able to get Kevin Pillar's bat in the lineup as well while getting some upgrade in the uh, in the outfield on defense. And then, you know, in a big game, when you just want to go really, really strong, assuming you have David Dahl healthy, you can line up with Pilar Dahl, and Blackman in the outfield. And that's pretty strong. You know, offensively, the Rockies' outfield has always been strong. But defensively, you know, I saw Mark Knutson uh, tweet this out not too long ago, that, you know, they really haven't had a stout defensive center fielder since Dexter Fowler. And, I mean, he's been gone from the Rockies for probably close to a decade now. It's probably been eight, nine years since Dexter got shipped off. So, um, you know, this is a real opportunity now for the Rockies to get a, a nice cog back there defensively to lock things down, whether he plays right, left, or center. And, you know, that's the great thing about Kevin Pilar is he can play all three of those positions. So um, definitely something to keep an eye on. I think this is a great move for the Rockies, and I'm excited to see how it plays out. You know, just a veteran, a guy who has been there and done that and who's been around the block. And I think, you know, this is only a good move for the Rockies who did not have to give up much um, to acquire him. And then again, Rockies also acquiring relief pitcher Michael Givens. So good stuff all around from the Colorado Rockies so far on this trade deadline day. But I do want to take a moment to tell you guys about my good friends over at DraftKings. and Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. That's right, football is about to be back. To celebrate football's 101st year, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new users in the center of the action with a free $101 bet when they place a bet on the Kansas City vs. Houston Thursday night game. This touchdown uh, this touchdown of a deal is only available for 101 hours, so get in on all of the action. Now, you heard us right. DraftKings is giving all new users a free bet of $101 once they sign up and place a bet of $10 or more on the Kansas City versus Houston game. If you are new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now to check out all the great promotions and odd boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your funds, your money, at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to get a free $101 bet to use once you place a... to use once you place a bet on the first football game of the season that's promo code mhs to get your free 101 and one dollar bet for limited time only at DraftKings at DraftKings sportsbook must be 21 years or older colorado only other terms and conditions apply and restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 so uh that sounds like a touchdown i mean it is a touchdown of a deal guys uh, football season coming up about two weeks here now I'm stoked. I mean, I'm a long-suffering Dallas Cowboys fan, but we got Mike McCarthy running the helm this year. You know, the, the Jason Garrett clown show is over. So, you know, maybe some hope for my Cowboys. Uh, but I also, you know, I want the Broncos to do well. You know, they're the hometown team. Um, you know, you got to support them. Drew Locke's exciting. Jerry Judy's going to be a stud. Um, I'm working over with Rod Smith over at the Denver Sports Betting Company. And, and all Rod does, you know, when we talk football is, you know, when we talk about the Broncos is Jerry Judy this, Jerry Judy that. You know, and this is this is coming from the best receiver of all time in Broncos franchise history. Um, you know, and he's big on Jerry Judy, so I am as well, and it's hard not to be at this point. You know, he is a stud. His route running is impeccable, and I just can't wait to see how that guy plays out. Um, I think he's going to be just an absolute monster for the, uh, for the Denver Broncos here this coming season and for future years to come. But uh, let, let's talk about the Colorado Rockies because, you know, like I said, 17-17, still a really nice opportunity for them to, you know, maybe get some things going here. The Rockies at one point had lost um, eleven of their previous thirteen games um, over the course of about a two week span, but they've really been able to pick it up. Um, they've won four of their last six, although they are um, four of their last seven now. Excuse me, they lost last night, um, and an opportunity here to split the series with a surging San Diego Padres team who um, made a who has made a slew. I think they made what four or five trades right now um, since last night. They've got a starter and Clevenger, two catchers, and um, Mitch Moreland. So they're going all in are the San Diego Padres. And let me – oh, excuse me. The coffee is uh, giving me the hiccups here. Um, let me pull up the NL wildcard standings, and I apologize if you hear me typing. I should have had this up before. Um but I want to see, I just, I always got to look because it's so close right now. So here we go. The San, if, if the season ended today, the San Diego Padres would be the first NL card with a record of 21 and 15, and the Rockies and the Miami Marlins would be tied for the second wild card. Rockies seven, 17 and 17, and the Marlins 15 and 15. And then uh, the Philadelphia Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals are just a half game behind them. So, you know, just to put that in perspective, you know, this is anybody's race right now. Um, you know, the Rockies, if they can get hot and and like they were at the beginning of the season, you know, they can do some really nice stuff here and, and get on a run. Rockies four and six in their last 10 games. Um, they're only eight and 10 at home, nine and seven on the road. And their run differential right now is minus 14. So they've really, really struggled to score runs. Um, it just, you know, hopefully, I mean, like I said, Pilar is not going to be an offensive addition. You know, you really bring him in for his defense and, you know, just kind of the consistency he can give you. Um, but, you know, he's not a guy that's going to hit home runs or drive in a ton of runs. You know, you got to look inward. And I know Trevor Story's been solid. I know Charlie Blackman's been solid, but David Dahl's been hurt. And, and Arenado, you know, Nolan Arenado, where are you at? You know, you are the heart and soul of this Rockies club, whether you want to be it or not, whether you want to be here or not. But, you know, you 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 are a top five player in the game. There is no debating that. And this season you have not played like that. And this is, I think the first time we've seen, and it's hard because you kind of have to look every you, you look at everything through a magnifying glass right now because it's only 60 games. Um, so when you look at Nolan, he's batting like 256 or whatever he's in right now. You like, what? Like that, that's awful. You know, but it's only over a stretch of, you know, 40, not even 40 games. You know, so you have to take that with a grain of salt, but you know it is what it is, and this is the reality of the situation for the Rockies, and they're in a prime position. And and Nolan, all he ever talks about is wanting to win and wanting to contend, yada yada yada. You know, the starting rotation has been pretty nice this season. The Rockies have now made two trades to try to remain competitive moving forward this season. Nolan's going to have to pick up his performance and help lead this team uh, down the stretch here over these last thirty or so games, and and, you know, try to ramp it up and get this team into the playoffs. You know, we we saw we saw Jamal Murray, you know, the Nuggets guard, twenty three year old, just last. Last night pretty much single-handedly will his team to a win now the Nuggets did play some nice defense there in the second half but I mean Jamal Murray just like any time Utah would try to go on some sort of a run Jamal Murray was coming right back down the end of the court and just shoving it in their face and you know, just, just willing his team to win, showing the nuggets, Hey, I got you, come come right on my bandwagon, come on my back, I'll take you to where we need to go. We need and I know it's easier said than done in basket or it's easier to do that in basketball compared to baseball, but we need to see Nolan Arenado kind of take on a little bit more of a leadership role and um, really help push this team forward a little bit more because he has definitely not been holding up his end of the bargain and that's going to happen from time to time but you look at why they're 17 and 17 and why they've been struggling and offense is a big reason the, the majority of the blame is going to go towards Nolan Arenado when he's not performing and, and that's kind of where I stand so Um, another opportunity here for Nolan and the Rockies to try to get back into the postseason, And I've been very adamant that the Rockies, if they, if they get their heads on straight, they can make a run here. Because if you look at their team this year, a lot of their core players and core pieces are the same players from those teams that went to the playoffs in 2017 and 2018. Nolan, Blackman, Dahl, Story, Freeland, Marquez, Sensatella, um, John Gray. You know, these are key components that are still, you know, that have, have, that have, been to the postseason as Rockies, and that are not that far removed from that experience. So, you know, if the, if they can get back on track here, they're 500, like you said, if the season ends today, they're in a playoff with the Miami Marlins for the second wild card spot. The Rockies are a, a lot better than a 17 and 17 ball club, I really talent-wise. You know, consistency-wise, they've not been able to get it figured out. But talent-wise, they're better than a 500 ball club. And with the way their offense has been slumping, I think there has to be reason for optimism because, you know, the offense has not played the way they traditionally do. I'm going to use another analogy from the Utah Nugget game. Um, You know, Utah dominated in games two and three. Why? Because they were shooting lights out. They were shooting above their averages by a wide margin. They weren't turning the ball over. All good things come to an end, and everyone has to come back down to earth, right? In this case, the Rockies maybe need to go back up to earth because their offense has just struggled. Nolan has struggled. And like I said, he's the heart and soul of that team and the heart and soul of that offense. So, uh, they'll go as he does. And, uh, with a record of seven, 17, 17, if if he can get going, I think the team will as well. So, uh, we shall see, but a couple new additions here for the Rockies going to be exciting to keep an eye on. That's going to do it for me, nice and short and sweet here on this installment of the 20th of Blake podcast. I want to give a special shout-out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Thank you guys for sponsoring this podcast, as always. Go check them out online at DraftKings. The leaders in the uh, daily fantasy and sports betting industry now that it's legal here in the Mile High City and in the state of Colorado. But uh, exciting time for the Rockies. Exciting time for Denver sports fans. you got Nuggets game seven. We've got the Avs coming up tonight. Hopefully, they can keep their season alive. And then, uh, you know, we still got a handful of games here with the Rockies down the stretch, and hopefully, they can make it interesting. So... Uh, we do hope that you stick along with us here at Mile High Sports to uh, check out all of our coverage and all that stuff. We will make sure you are good to go when it comes to your Colorado sports. So be sure to check us out online at milehighsports.com. You guys can follow me on social media at Media by AP. If you're interested in any of the sports betting work that I do, be sure to check me out online at denversportsbetting.com. But uh, I'm going to get on out of here, folks. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, and uh, hopefully the Rockies can go on a little bit of a run. We'll talk to you guys later.